coffee and conversations. We're about to give you the buzz on Disney princesses. Hey! <laughs> I, I would it. hate myself if I heard that. No, please keep that in. Because this is totally more conversational. Yeah, you fucked up. That's it. That's it. You made a you made a choice and now we're committed to it. You made the poor choice I'm going to continue to use over and over. I'd like to formally put in my resignation. <laughs> I remember. I lost the battle for our names for the social media. However, I get to edit. <laughs> we give Shauna an amount of power there that I'm not sure we want. Yeah, we might need to rethink our structure a little yeah. bit. Sometimes we go on rants that don't really fit into an episode. So here we are with Coffee and Conversation. So let's talk about Disney princesses. What is the buzz of oh. Disney princesses? <laughs> Well, we just finished talking about um, relationships and gender in media, which is where this whole side conversation about Disney princesses started, because obviously we all love Disney and Disney princesses. Honestly, Disney Plus was the best thing to come out in my adult life. That's very true. I've watched (laughs) Moana more times than I care to admit. I have watched no Disney movies on Disney Plus yet. Oh, Sean. I've watched all of The Mandalorian in two days. Classic. Or, yeah, about two days when all the episodes were released and just watched all of them. But really, the only thing I would use that for is to watch Brother Bear anyway, because it's the best Disney movie. Well, there's no princesses in Brother Bear, Sean, so get out of here. Well, it's still the best one, so. (laughs) All right, well, hike up your tutus. We got some princesses to talk about. (laughs) I'm keeping that, too. (laughs) The puns. The puns are on point today. They are on point. <laughs> well, I mean, I've watched Moana a crap ton of times. Do we consider Moana a Disney princess? I don't know if she's considered a Disney princess or not. I don't know if she's a princess of anything. Maybe we should just get away from the Disney princess and just Disney, movies Disney in general. female leads. All right. I don't know. Yeah, because it'd be the same way, too, because obviously like, it's a good thing that Moana's a thing where it just shows a female right. character without any love interest at all in the entire movie. Right, which is why I've watched it a thousand times because it's super empowering and also the music is bomb oh, and yeah. The Rock sings. You're uh, welcome. Yeah, You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, and even Moana is one that my fiance, Jared, he loves because we got to the end of the movie and he was like, wait, there was no love interest. That's so cool. I'm like, I know, right? And now you know why I like Brother Bear. <laughs> okay, well, that's true. Okay, well, where did this even come from earlier? We wanted to talk about Disney princesses. Yeah, I think we wanted to talk about one representation in media and just how these relationships are typically portrayed and how Disney princesses are something that usually we've all grown up on. Right. Where especially the old ones, like the ones that we all grew up with and like the ones our parents grew up with, like those relationships weren't always the greatest. No. You typically have a main character who's your female who just happens to fall in love with some guy magically or randomly. Right. Well, and I think earlier when we were talking about this, too, we were talking about it in terms of, like, the all or nothing sort of theme that's in media where, you know, you see it's it's either that a relationship is all good or it's this big blowout fight. And we were talking about how Disney princesses just magically have this happily ever after where they're just going to be in this state of bliss for the rest of their lives. Like, how exhausting is that? It's not true. <laughs> Yeah, well, when, like, the happily ever after thing is, like, I mean, it's kind of bullshit. Yeah. 
Because, like, we, when the movie ends, we're expected to believe, like, this is how they remained for the rest of the relationship. Right, exactly. Like, you expect me to believe that at no point Belle and Beast have an argument over something? <laughs> like, right. ever? Yeah. Or just even how Sleeping Beauty's relationship starts is that she gets woken up by True Love's kiss. How the uh, hell does she love this guy that she's never uh, met? Not to mention there was uh, no consent. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. I've never really thought about how creepy that is. Yeah. I mean, she's just taking a little nap out in the woods, and then here comes, you know, knight in shining armor, just like, oh, somebody's unconscious. Let me just kiss them. Ew. Well, I guess now they're happy ever after, so we can just be okay with that when we're taking naps out in the woods and strangers want to come kiss us. Does that happen often to you, Sarah? Taking I do like a lot of times. I like to spend time in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I thought that was going to be a sarcastic But question. if a stranger were to come up and kiss me or if anybody were to come up and kiss me without my consent, mm, nah, I'd be swinging. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay there's, a, okay, there's a lot of problems with female representation in Disney, right? I mean, I think, to be fair, that Disney has done a lot better in recent years. For example, obviously, my favorite, Moana. But the original Disney classics that we all love, like Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, Snow White, um, Sleeping Beauty, Little Mermaid, they are all horribly, horribly messaged, really, when you think about it, right? Yeah, a lot of it's like, oh, just give up something about yourself in order to get the guy. Like, you know, Ariel gives up her voice. Yes. Which also just goes to that discussion about consent. Like, she can't verbally consent anything once her voice is gone. Oh God, that's funny. I have my I have my best friend's mom would not let her when I found this out, I thought it was so funny. She wouldn't let her watch The Little Mermaid until she was in high school, but she let her watch like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> what was the reason? Because of the messaging that the Little Mermaid gave up a part of herself, gave Ooh. up her body and her oh. life for a man. And in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, she's a strong female lead. That's right. Yeah. So shout out out there to my to my lovely friend's mother who <laughs> was ahead of the time. I think it's really funny to think about all this kind of stuff, especially just from our roles right now. We're just like, you know, I don't base my relationship off of Disney movies and, you know, whatever. But like when you're a little kid growing up and you're that's all you're watching and that's all you're seeing, as well as when you're, especially when you're really little and adults would be like, oh, little princess or, uh-huh. you know, little prince or whatever. And they try to, like, make these different analogies trying to glorify the whole idea of being a prince and princess. I've met a lot of people who have been affected in that way. And then they go on and take on that persona where they're like, oh, well, I'm a princess, so I need to be treated like X, Y, and Z like I'm seeing in these movies. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, it's not really that healthy. No, it's not. Well, I like that, too, that you pointed out, like, how Disney's gotten a little bit better at it. Yeah, like, for sure. Frozen is one of my favorite Disney movies. Uh-huh. I absolutely love Frozen. Frozen's the bomb. But I enjoy that they even hit on the nose how it's stupid that they've had, like, previous messaging where these people just fall in love with someone immediately when they met. Yeah, it's like yeah. when Anna and Kristoff are in the sleigh going to find Anna, or going to find Elsa. Mm-hmm. And Kristoff's like, you can't love somebody you just met. right. Where he's like asking her questions about like surface level things that you should know about somebody. He's like, oh, what's his last name? Of the Seven Isles. <laughs> it's like she doesn't know what his last name is. Right. 
His eye color is dreamy. Yeah. <laughs> his favorite food is probably sandwiches. Probably like, sandwiches. She has no idea who this person is. No. But Disney decided to make the joke of, hey, yeah. we've been giving poor messaging about just immediately falling in love with someone and they rectified it in Frozen. Yeah. So what? Did. You mean infatuation isn't love? Yeah. What? Basically. Lust and love are two different things. <laughs> Lust and love are very different things. Well, and another problem that I see is being, again, Disney, I think, is doing a better job of it now. Um, we talked earlier about representation with Disney princesses because while there are princesses like Jasmine and um, Mulan, right, who are from different cultures, um, the Disney princesses that we think of first when we think of Disney and merchandise and princess movies are all white. They are all white princesses, right? Um, so I think that's a problem, too, that, that there's a lack of diversity in these films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Definitely. Like, well, it's like going to like the more recent movies. Like, you've got uh, Princess Tiana. Oh, yeah. I don't know any other Disney princess who is black. Uh, I can't think of any. No. Like, obviously, like you said, you have Mulan, but even Mulan's not technically considered a Disney princess because she's not a princess of anything. Right. And the only reason Tiana's a princess is because she marries someone from royalty. Interesting. So she wasn't the royal person to begin with. She marries into it. Well, and I mean, we know that movies don't always, not every movie can have all types of representation that we want, right? Because that would be really difficult to do. But even just diversifying what race princesses are, there are so many little girls out there who look up to these princesses and while maybe not for all the right reasons, it's still a fact that they look up to these princesses. Why not represent all skin tones and all races and all cultures um, rather than keep making white, heterosexual princesses? I don't know. I mean, it affects people of all ages. Just recently for Valentine's Day, we had a coworker who brought in Valentine's for everybody and they were all Black Panther. And somebody commented on it, like, oh, like, that was a good movie. And her initial response was, well, yeah, it was the only movie that I've ever been able to have, like, good black leads as somebody that I can look up to. Hmm. And so it, like, really hit home with her. And I was kind of like, you know, like, that's something I've never had to experience because right. it's always been put right in front of my face, somebody who looks like me. Yeah. And so it's, it's interesting to think yeah. about and how we want to do better. Well, it's funny too, like on that representation point, like my buddy just messaged me this morning and it was this like post from Reddit and he's like, I think this picture pretty much encapsulates and represents like everything like you stand for, like personally and professionally. And it was a picture of a little black girl with a book of a black girl who's a superhero. Mm. And it was like, it was like in her hairstyle and everything. And he's like, just don't read the comments. That's horrible. That's just horrible. Because like, well, yeah, we recognize that representation is important and it matters because there are people who haven't seen themselves in this media before, but people who are looking at it from the lens of, oh, they're forcing representation. Like, they're not forcing it. These people exist. Right. Like, you, you can't walk outside and say everyone looks like you. Yeah. But when you're watching film and everybody looks like you, there might be a problem. Right. right. Well, it's so important to recognize our privilege in this area because we, I mean, for us, it's true. You know, we don't, you don't have to think about that if you're not being represented and that's the problem, 
right? Um, another area where I think, I mean, I mentioned it before, but that representation is seriously lacking is for LGBTQ you know, populations in movies like these. Every single Disney princess falls in love with a man. Which is why I'm super hopeful with Frozen. I know. The because rumors. they've alluded to they've alluded to so much about um, Elsa possibly being a lesbian right. or being at least bi, which I'm like, oh please. Right. Please put her in a relationship with a woman because it also fits her story. Yeah. It does. Like her romantic like identity hasn't been explored or mentioned. So it doesn't necessarily quote unquote matter yeah. who she ends up with. But just the fact that it's possible for her to end up with a woman where really we don't have, we've never seen that with a no. Disney in a Disney princess movie. And it should be, you know, just normal. Like right. they should just it be is able normal. To, exactly. <laughs> like they should just be able to introduce it like, oh yeah, this is Elsa's girlfriend. Okay, yeah. great. That's yeah. a very normal human thing. Like why is why aren't we seeing this more often? Because this does happen. Yeah. Here's a quick side note about representation. Um, if you think that well, this doesn't affect me, so I don't really care, or this doesn't really matter to me, whatever. That is ignorant. Mm -hmm. Just because something doesn't impact you directly does not mean that it's not important. doesn't mean that it's not an issue. And that's something that I see, especially in the world of social media. Mm -hmm. um, people think that just because something doesn't impact them or just because they don't necessarily believe something to be a problem, they just get to dismiss it. And they're like, well... I don't have to vote on this issue because it doesn't impact me. Right. Yeah, you do, actually. It's funny. I actually saw that. I saw something on social media today to that point, but it was um, why using the phrase, like, colorblind, like, oh, in this family, we don't see color. So, you know, basically saying that you don't care about race is so dangerous. Yeah, like, the dangers of being, of saying, like, oh, I'm colorblind, you're completely ignoring or disregarding the experiences of that person because of, like, the color of their skin mm -hmm. or the ethnicity or where they come from. Right. By saying that, you're saying, like, oh, everyone has the same experiences, we're all living in the same world, so therefore we're experiencing the same stuff. That's not true. Right. I'm going to have vastly different experiences than somebody else who might be a person of color because I don't have to experience what they experience on a day-to-day -day basis living in a society that was built on racism yeah yeah and while it's well i think it's well-intentioned to say like oh i don't you know i don't I, I think the thought behind it is i don't discriminate right but saying those things it, i mean it, it like you said it completely erases the identities and the experiences of people who have very real experiences in racism yeah, so basically, basically, good job, Disney. Yeah. You're on the right track now after yeah. 70 years of uh, keeping with the same thing. Right. We're still going to go home and turn on Disney Plus, though. Totally. I mean, you are. Totally are. I got other things to watch, like the CW, because that's where all my superhero shows are. <laughs> when all you right. want to do an episode talking about Batwoman, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, it's like, let me know. I, I got that. We I'm not sure that we will ever know. want that episode, Sean. I will want that episode. Okay. <laughs> For sure we've had that episode. Right. <laughs> we have had video games. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening to our ramble. Yeah. Thanks for joining us for our coffee and conversation. See ya. Bye. 